hello, 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 grand rising everybody, I just wanted to say, this is one of the most beautiful times that I ever have to myself, um, in the morning is probably the most peaceful, the most quiet that I get, so, uh, it, it definitely is, uh, a grand rising today, but hey, 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 welcome everybody, Welcome to the Refine Your Reality podcast series where we talk about growing your brand and scaling your business with just your voice. I am your host, J.P. Grant, owner and founder of Refine Your Narrative. For those who know me, hi, welcome back. And for those who don't, hello, fabulous entrepreneurs. Welcome. You can find me on all platforms at Refine Your Narrative, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, you name it. And if you like my content... Don't forget to go hit the subscribe button so you'll get notifications every Monday morning at 8 a.m. You'll never miss another episode. And remember to give a five-star rating. So listen, sit back, hold on to your hats, your wigs, and grab a notepad because this episode is about to get juicy. No, actually... I'm actually about to get a bit vulnerable this episode, so stick around to the end if, if, if you really want to really hear me get into the nitty-gritty of what I think about self-education versus formal education. And so that's going to be the today's topic, and we'll really get to dive in and really get to take a part of what those two look like and how they mesh, and if they do, right? But for those of you who know the drill, first up is a scripture. So from Bible verse... Uh, Hebrews 12, 11. and just a side note for those who are new to this show um, and aren't too familiar, we do use Bible verses and scripture as a part of the business lessons and as a part of the growth stages because it's important to dive in deep and actually look at you know the history that came before us and really use these as a blueprint and a guideline rather than just a religious text. All right, so back to it. So we're going to look at Bible verse um, from Hebrews 12, 11, and it's and it, and it says this. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. Yeah. So let me read it again. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterward... There will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained this way. So what does that mean, guys? So if, if I'm going to take a look at this and really dive into the scripture, I would take a look at this as like, okay, what is it saying? What are the lines in between that I might be missing? And then how can I take this, this away and, and apply and implement into my business, into my you know, individual life? So when we're talking about discipline, I talk about it a lot, and you'll hear me say, you know, be disciplined, not motivated, or even be inspired, not motivated, because those things can happen naturally, right? And sometimes we can even channel these things. However, when it comes to motivation, we're going to what? Sometimes what? Have to read a 3,000-page book before we do an action, or read a 30 minute, you know, blog post before we do something, or watch, you know, 20 minute videos every single time we have to do something, but when we're thinking about inspiration, or when we're thinking about discipline, rather, those are things that 
I am usually quick to jump onto, right? And so let's even just break it down into today, right? This morning, I'll be real, guys. I set alarms for way, way, way earlier than I actually get up. Why do I do that? Because I know myself, and I know myself very well, actually, right? Where it gets to a point where motivation isn't the killer, right? Uh, however, it's sometimes the why, right? So why am I getting up at this time? Why am I doing exactly what I said I was going to do? And then why am I not doing it if I'm still laying in bed? Sometimes we're going to always, always, always have to draw back to the why, or we're going to just be lost, right or we're just going to be lost in the sauce and so it's 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 imaginable that you know we won't be disciplined all the time or that we won't feel motivated all the time but like i said guys that just does not matter you think the next guy is always motivated you think the next guy is always inspired right maybe not maybe not but i bet you that person always does draw back to their why I bet you the person in front always remembers what they started for. And so the reason is that if you're always going to be feeling off motivation, you might not ever start and you might not ever, ever reach the destination that you're looking for, right? And so if you watched my podcast along the time, you have learned that success isn't a destination, right? It's literally the milestones that you get to process and that you get to witness. And I think that's the most beautiful thing of all because we can't lie. We can't lie to ourselves, right? We're usually attached to the outcome. We're usually attached to that desire, right? That destination piece. But when we do go along the process, we end up finding there's so many wins along the ride. And that there's so many things that we could have missed and that we could have looked over if we wouldn't have just stopped. If we wouldn't have just remembered what are the reasons that we started this in the first place. Right? So stop looking at it as, yo, I'm one more day not where I'm supposed to be. Or yo, I'm one more day just farther and farther away from my dreams. Nah. That's not how I look at it. I wake up every single day like, yo, if you can get 1% better, how would you use that? How would you use those hours? How would you use those those limited, right, motivational peaks that you probably have, right? So I know I got probably about like an hour to an hour and a half right after I hit the gym to just go ham. Like, I mean, go ham, nonstop in the zone. Like, that's JP's not non-touchable zone, right? Because I know I'm in fire. I'm in the zone at that moment. That's just like, like I said, if you read a book, right? If you read, let's say, uh, a blog post, or if you read, um, you know, one of my, my Instagram posts, or if you watch one of my podcasts, like, let that fire soak up, but then do something afterwards. Don't just have all this ignited light in you and not do anything with it, right? That just defeats the purpose. And so that's what I want to get you away from. And so if that quote uh, really steered with you or any way, I'm really glad. But now I want to talk to you about, you know, college a little bit and really, you know, formal education at its finest. A lot of people go to college, right? But a lot of people don't go to college. So, I want to ask you this. You think the people that go to college versus don't go to college are either successful or not successful? Like, do you think that's how that works? Like, one or the other? Um, raise your hand if you think that. 
Raise your hand if you think that formal education and self-education, like, there's two different, like, ball games. Like, if you're in self-education, uh, you might be a little slow. Um, but if you went to a university, you, you got the brains. How, raise your hand if you believe that right now. Okay. Raise your hand if you don't believe that. All right. Now, that was a trick question because I can't see you guys. But you guys can. And you guys know how you answered or maybe how you didn't answer if you were unsure. But my question and around asking that was just to frame your thinking and your perspective at this very moment. Right? And, and, and recognize it because maybe that will shift either after the podcast and maybe that will shift even, you know, in a few days or even a few weeks or even a few years, right? And so it's important just to recognize where you are. And I want to just share that, honestly, I don't think I ever believed in college. I, like, and I, I don't mean that to, you know, put any shame or anything. I just don't believe I've ever thought, like, college was the gateway. You know how many of us think, like, whether it's a sport, whether it's a gift, a passion, or whatever, and we're like, yup, basketball's going to get me, right? Basketball's going to be my way out. Or for rappers out there, right? Rapping's going to be my way out, right? But I don't know if you're a rapper that you might be listening to this podcast, um, unless you're throwing Kid City. What up? What up, bro? Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. My thing is, is that there is a lot of people who probably assort themselves to this one identity, right, or this one characteristic factor. Like me, I probably was once, right, one, that rapper who probably identified themselves to music. Like, yo, music's going to be my way out, right? And I'd even dive into that, right, just a little bit. For those of you who didn't know, I was once a rapper. Yo, Authentic Prince was my rapper name. I actually have it tatted on me, for those who've never seen it. Uh, but the crazy part was is at the time, I thought rapping was going to be my way out. I thought music was going to be my way out. However, I don't think it was that, clearly, <laughs> right? It was my voice. I think I had a passion for utilizing my voice, and I had a gift for people wanting to stop and listen to my voice. Now, I wasn't the best, you know, MC rapper out here. wasn't the best, um, but I had a way of words, Right? I had a way of stopping a room and getting them to listen, whether it was on a SoundCloud beat, whether it was on a sample, right? it did not matter. Um, and, I, and, I, and I utilized it, but then it was when I was able to recognize that maybe it wasn't just music. Maybe it was my way of you know, stage presence. Maybe it was my way of confidence. Right? Maybe it was the way I carried myself. So now I just want to tell you that I spent two years going through the motions of what college was supposed to be like because I heard it was the gateway to this unknown fairy tale of making it. I went to college for two years, guys. Penn State University. Um, I, I had a blast. Um, I did have a good time. Did I have some bad times? Definitely. Ultimately, I think that's what led me to uh, uh, stare away. Um, so at first, I had actually walked away from a campus and, and joined asynchronous classes just because that's my way of learning. Um, I think I was teaching myself already. So I was just like, okay, why am I paying for a room and board when I could do this at home and learn, right? And so that's what I did. And I did excellent. Um, I did really, really well for the first two years, but it was actually in my second semester of my second year. So my sophomore year, second semester, I started to realize, like, dude, I hate this. Like, this is the worst thing I probably have ever done. And uh, 
to be truthful here, my mother, um, we just came from, you know, a family where college wasn't always, you know, an option. And college wasn't always a thing that people were gravitating towards. But it was necessary. Um, that, that, that's what my family had, had, had it preached and had in mind. And so, who was it? Right? Who was it for me to say, no, I'm not going to college. And trust me, I tried. It didn't work out. <laughs> but I agreed. Right? I said, fine. I'm going to a college that I like and enjoy. Um, shout out to the Nittany Lions. And then I said, I'm going to college to study something that I love. Right? And criminal justice was something that at that time I thought was, was great for me. And as you can tell, I had jobs in public health field. Um, just looking at my track record. I had so many jobs in the public health field. I never even realized how much I loved public health. But I actually just never used anything to do with my criminal justice um, degree that I was hoping to get. Um, so really just started to realize, like, yo, the world moves to your cadence. Like, the world moves to your cadence. Right? So your cadence doesn't move to the world. No, your cadence right? And so I realized I can do anything that I wanted. I was doing it already without a degree rather, right? So why was I waiting for the end of college to start living out my dreams? It didn't make sense. It didn't make any sense to me at all. So while I was in college, uh, while my friends were partying, right? Having fun, having a blast, drinking, smoking, you name it, right? I was actually locking myself in conference rooms, and I know Kai Asia was always trying to drag me out. <laughs> and I appreciate you because I did get to enjoy myself um, outside those conference rooms. But I really found the love I had for entrepreneurship and business um, and writing um, in those conference rooms. Um, I actually wrote my first book. I started to write the first words on the page um, inside that, that conference room at PSU. And, um, you know, I ended up publishing those books. Uh, not too long after, uh, you know, in, in my own world, uh, I uh, dropped out of college my second after my second year, dropped out of PSU, and um, I published my first book while being homeless. Um, <sighs> sorry, this is a little hard to talk about. Um, but um, making a decision to leave my home. Um, was a decision that I had to make if I wanted to pursue my dreams. Like I said, college was not an option that I had. Uh, it was either go to college or figure it out on your own. And, you know, um, shout out to Alex Hermosi um, and, and Layla Hermosi, right? Because I had my strong, 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 strong sense of figuring it the fuck out um, attitude. And that was one of the biggest biggest character traits that that has allowed me to grow into the sense of man who I am today into the sense of businessman who I am today and to the entrepreneur that I am today I could have never done it without my figuring it the fuck out ability and that sense of confidence that I had in myself and my dream oh god that was that was unbelievable that was unbelievable I couldn't even believe like I even had that boldness like I mean I had a suitcase I had a 2012 Volkswagen, okay, and I had about, I don't know, a few hundred bucks in my bank account, but I knew, I knew, deep, deep in my heart, if I published that book, that I could get some sales, that I could get myself on my feet, and to be honest with you, it wasn't about the money, it was about the fact that I could create something with my bare hands, with just an idea, and put it out into the world for other people to utilize as a blueprint, as a guide, as something to worship, right? 
And so you can find that book right now on Amazon. If you go on Amazon right now and you search in J.P. Grant or you search in Refine Your Most Successful Narrative, you'll get that book right now. And um, depending on when you look at it, uh, it'll either be 25 <laughs> bucks or it'll be uh, 99 cents. Um, for those who've, you know, been a champion in my journey, um, I really, really appreciate you. That was one of the first pieces of, uh, you know, digital products I've ever put out into the world. And I'm so, so blessed. Um, I remember just getting that first check, uh, and the second, it was amazing, right? Just to see your hard work come to fruition. Um, once again, you can go get that book right now, Amazon, um, refine your most successful narrative. And I just go into the depths of my story. And, and once again, my triumphs and tribulations, and I really get to talk about the trials and error that led me to the beautiful masterpiece of what I call today, refine your narrative, right? And so branding is one thing, finding your story, creating your story, and then putting out your story is another. So if you find, you know, who you are, and if you feel like, you know, who you are today is someone who is someone you've always dreamt of, it's okay to really just soak in and really, like, understand that, like, who you are today is going to be so much greater than what you know of because that's going to become a blueprint. That's going to become a guide for others, right? And so when it comes to just swallowing my own pride and swallowing my own, you know, pitifulness, it's when I'm able to share these stories. And, and storytelling is my greatest gift of all, right? It's what I brought to the table and, and what I will continue to bring to the table, and, um, guys, I just wanted to say that there's stigma around no college background. There's huge stigma. And it was so, so funny because I remember last week I told you guys I was going to make a podcast episode about this because formal education has brought me so much leverage like you don't understand. And people ask me all the time, JP, how'd you learn about business so much? Or JP, how'd you learn about, you know, uh, you know, just, just customer acquisition, how'd you learn about, you know, storytelling, how'd you learn about this and that, and guys, it's, it's self-education at its finest, figure it out what it is you need to get to that next level, and instead of going, you know, maybe to college, or buying another book, even, or buying another course, even, figure out, okay, what information do I have, what information is it that I'm looking for? Then go in and, you know, look for that information, whether that's in a book, whether that's in a course, or whatever the case may be. And I'm not going to even lie. If I went to college, you know, probably years later, like now, right? Because I honestly think about taking courses nowadays because now I know the courses that I want to learn, right? I think the, the whole go to college and figure out who you are thing is really stupid. I think that's one of the stupidest things that, that's even been set up for us as human beings. I think we discover who we are, then we go and take those measures that we need to, right? Why am I spending freaking, I don't know, over a hundred thousand grand, right, in, in school costs for something that I'm not even sure I want to learn about? Imagine, imagine, like those of us who are listening to this right now who probably have a degree in something they've never used, imagine if I would have went to school and continued and continued to study criminal justice. I would have no use for that degree. Zero. Absolutely squat. I would actually look to sell it on Etsy for someone who really needed it, right? Because it's just no use. And so when you want to learn something, ask yourself, what is it that you want to learn? And then how do you want to learn it? And then what is it going to utilize, you know, to take you to the next level? So 
what I mean by that is I read books now and gain like 10 times more than I used to ever. I used to read books just to say I, 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 I used to read books. Now I read books and I'm like, yo, I'm on like page like 10 and I got so much out of it. Sometimes I can't even keep going because I felt like I just dropped so many gems. I need to write them down and implement everything, right? But but we're used to reading books, reading, you know, um, blog posts. We're used to, you know, um, watching YouTube videos and just, wow, this was a great video. Share on my Facebook feed. No. Like, share the video and then maybe share what you got out of it. What do you better go do and implement because of that video, right? And so I think it's one thing just to say you went to college, but it's so much more to say, yo, I learned so much and got so much out of it, right? And it's sad because you're not hearing that nowadays. You're hearing how it's actually a waste of time. And so it was so funny because, you know, like I said, I told you guys I'm going to talk about this. And literally days, 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 days ago, after I... uh launched my last episode, Alex Ramosi had posted an episode about this exact experience, about this exact topic, is that university is a piece of crap unless you're going to be like, excuse me, unless you're going to be like a doctor or something. If you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a dentist, please go to college. I'm begging you. Please. But that's not you. Then I ask you to really, really, really consider, right? What is it that you want to do? And so my lived experiences, which is my blood, sweat, and tears, that is my PhD, right? And so what's so, so cool about 2022, and gosh, I can't even believe we're almost in 2023. It's actually scary. You can bottle up your knowledge right now, make a course, right? You can put it on Think of It. You can put it on Kajabi. You can put it on whatever. And literally, you can go and sell your knowledge, like, you can bottle up your knowledge, your skill sets, and sell it to others, right? So, the knowledge that you have, right, that's free, right? Anyone could find that. And, and even the knowledge in the game that I give you is free. That's why I give it to you for free. But the implementation, how do you actually go and implement these strategies and these tactics and the frameworks that I have, that is what people pay me for, right? The implementation, the transformation, if you wish. It's that simple. People just don't know how to tell the right story to get people ready to buy. So the problem is, if you're not set up right, how can you essentially, you know, do that? And so that's what I'm creating this podcast to do. I'm going to give you all the free game in the world that I have when it comes to storytelling, um, right? So you can get people prompt and ready, right? So they know and they don't have to ask you a thousand questions about your product or your services. And getting really, getting really ready people to buy. Um, with storytelling. And so, like, does college get you ready for that? Like, like, does college get you ready to, you know, bottle up your knowledge and then transform other people's lives? No, it doesn't. It gets you ready to do what's safe, which is a 9 to 5, clock in, clock out, and whatever time you have left over, that's the time you have for your dreams. That sounds pretty shitty to me. I mean, seriously. And for those who are 9 to 5 millionaires, like, I know some 9 to 5 millionaires, right? That's, that's real. But I just don't know any 9 to 5 billionaires, and that's the problem. I don't know. You can't focus too much on what you don't have. So when I was working two jobs, I thought I was balling. I thought if I was working harder than everybody else, I was balling. But I had no dreams. I had no time for the rest of, of, of myself. Like, there was no time to even 
focused or even just highlight things that I loved because it's like I'm drained after that nine to five. I'm drained after the other nine to five. Where was the time for myself, right? And so when you go to college, that's great. You know, you spend thousands and thousands of dollars for someone who reads books to teach you things. Um, but I don't know. Like, if I went to the gym and I saw this really hunk, hunk, hunk guy, hunk guy like, I mean, he got, like, muscles on his muscles. And then I saw someone else who was maybe, you know, the size of me, right? Small-ish, kind of. Would I rather have that person train me who studied and studied endless, you know, anatomy, physiques, whatever. Went to college. Great for you. Or would I rather have the person train me who looks like Hulk Hogan? Like, I don't know. That, to me, is, like, another thing. Like, if I have someone who looks like the Hulk or looks like Hulk Hogan train me rather than someone who, I don't know, looks like, once again, me, right? Skinny as hell. I'm not too sure who I would believe. So my problem today is that if you choose to go to college, let that be your choice. Don't let someone else, like, like train you to believe that's the right decision, right? Because each is own. But I'm telling you, I'd rather choose Thor. And so what I mean by that is I'd rather learn from someone who's done business, a.k.a. coaching, mentorship, whatever you want to call it, rather than go to college for someone who just teaches how to operate businesses rather than actually how to start businesses. So... That's just me. Um, but listen, if there's any confusion here, I just want to explain that, like, I went on The Blocks, right, which is this, this TV show for entrepreneurs, and it was the best time of my life. And it wasn't just, like, a coaching session. It was literally educational. And the funny thing is, I learned so much more in those probably, like, seven days of constant, nonstop education and filming that I probably would have learned in two years of a semester in a whole business school. That's it. That's all I got to say. Well, listen, guys. Um, if you enjoyed this episode today, I know it was me just telling a little bit of the story and really getting um, into the nits and the grits of, like, yo, is college for you? Or is college for, you know, maybe someone that you know? Like, I just want you to make sure that you're recognizing the problem that there is in the educational system. And it's the fact that they're teaching you shit that people just can't do shit with, right? And so I learned a lot about YMX plus B and all that. I can't do things with that in business. I'm sorry. Guess what? Guess who can? My bookkeeper. Guess who can? My accountant. Right? So maybe they needed to go to college, not me. Sorry. Um, if you like this video, please, please, please make sure you share this with someone. Make sure you give this a five-star rating. Make sure you come back next week. We'll get into the grits of what it looks like when you're talking about success. So success has habits. Habit stacking and laser focus. We'll talk about that next week. And we'll actually get to um, discuss, you know, the myth or the uh, myth buster. Is multiple streams of income a tool of the rich? And if so, how? And if not, why not? We'll talk about it. All right. So if you're getting 1% better, you're in the right direction. Peace out, guys. Woo!
just deal with it for now. We're going to get background music. Bye.